Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the 100th episode of Redefining Yoga, a Movement by Laura podcast. 100 episodes, 100 sound bites by me. Wow, this is a big, big number. And it corresponds perfectly, uh, truly synchronicity with International Yoga Day. And so in celebration of my 100th podcast, in celebration of International Yoga Day, I am launching a special, special present, 365 days of yoga with me for $365. This is for my online lit daily um, platform where you get a different class every day and that is $1 a day. I don't run this special often at all. It's the best deal for the whole lit um, daily year. And so get it now, get it now, get it today. Happy International Yoga Day. Get going, get moving a dollar a day. You can you can do that for yourself. And I am sending you lots of love and celebration for this hundredth episode. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a movement by Lara podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Today is International Yoga Day. Woo! That means we all around the world are celebrating this beautiful practice of yoga, this tradition of yoga, this evolution of yoga, everything that falls in the yoga bubble, which is huge. And I am a yoga teacher. I'm a yoga studio owner. And I really believe that I am practicing yoga to the best of my ability. And I'm hoping to, I aspire to practice it to the best of my ability each and every day. Because yoga for me is much more about how you're living your life off of the mat. And the practice on the mat is preparing you and is instilling in you the discipline instilling in you the focus, the the investigation, all of these tools um, to improve us as humans, really, so that we, when we pay attention to alignment, if we pay attention to the shoulder being on top of the wrist, of course, we're paying attention to better alignment that will make us feel better in our body. 
but we also, that transfers in the way that we pay attention to other things in our lives that matter in other ways as well. So that we want to take care of our body and use it as this vehicle for transformation and for investigation. And it is so, it, it works, right? It works. And it, we in yoga, we are doing this work that is just different than other forms of movement. Other forms of movement are beautiful as well and, and, and transformative. But what we, the purpose of yoga, in my opinion, is really like trying to be a better person. And th- it's been done in a variety of ways over the millennia, you know, since the beginning of yoga, quote unquote, which was, I mean, the first actual documentation of that, uh, they found some stone seals. And that is really when people started talking about yoga beginning, which was 5,000 years ago. But uh, there, there's thoughts that yoga, I mean, yoga historians really believe it started, you know, since the beginning of civilization and back in the stone age, you know, they're really, really believing that some of it just wasn't documented, but was more of an oral tradition, which it was for many, many years, like other traditions. But always this purpose, this higher purpose was about um, how can you be a better human in the world? And, and, and what does that mean? And that usually is meaning a being of service. And so I'll tell you a little bit about yoga history, which I talk about in my teacher trainings a lot. And I know in the yoga world now, um, people don't necessarily talk about that in classes. And I think that is okay, by the way. I think that's absolutely okay because I think that you can, it's like you can be a religious person without always referencing the Bible. It's are you, or I shouldn't just say the Bible, just because I grew up Christian, that's that was my you know, reference point, or no matter, you know, if you were uh, studying the Quran or, or whatever your text, religious text is, you can be religious without referring to it. It's more your interpretation in how you're being in life. And I think that a lot of these texts are, they were all written by men. And, and so we need to also discern whether we want to be operating the same way and what parts of the parts of the different text in in yoga have have any kind of applicable um, value today. And some of them do for sure. And there was a lot of dark um, text uh, and there was a lot of things about yoga that was, the practice of it was not actually available to everyone. It was mostly practiced by males and it was mostly practiced in a certain if you're in a certain caste system. So there was a lot of yoga in the past that wasn't um, universal for everyone and welcoming. And so that's what I love about yoga now and I want to celebrate is that anyone can come and practice yoga. Anyone can learn yoga. You could learn it on your own at home. You could learn it from a teacher. You could learn it at a studio. You could learn it um, in a group setting. It. I think I'm not going to, I just don't judge anyone who is practicing yoga. It's like whatever you're doing that's making you a better human in life, which is the ultimate goal of yoga, raising consciousness, then that's awesome. And that's what we should celebrate. So this story goes back to the Bhagavad Gita. If you've never read it, it's often it's often referenced in, in yoga text. And it was called the Lord Song. And it's actually a small part of this very long Indian epic called the Mahabharata. 
And it's, it was uh, a long poem written over many years and added to. And this was around two to 500 BC. And it's at, the Bhagavad Gita is composed of, um, it's the story of Arjuna and Krishna. It's, and there's a war going on between two sides of some, some families. And the son is Arjuna and his brother was the rightful king, but Arjuna's uncle usurped it and wants to give it to Arjuna's cousin. So this war was being fought. And that's the background. That's the setting. And then these two armies are lined up and facing one another. And Arjuna is a leader. And he asks his, um, his charioteer, Krishna, to drive him over to, closer, to get a closer look. And he sees that his family, his, his uncle and his cousins are, are there. And he's like, I, I don't want to fight these people. For what point? You know, these are, it's kind of similar to Hamlet. You know, like how I, I, fighting family and he's very depressed. And he asks Krishna, what should I do? And this is like the, the, the entire, pretty much most of the Bhagavad Gita is about this, this discussion. And kind of a strange answer for a yogi, what Krishna was like, you need, you need to fight this war. And so his answer is why, what is about, you know, like I said, what is, what is contained in the entire Bhagavad Gita? And I know there's people who know this a lot more than I, I do. I've studied it different times. And, but I, I think I'm just trying to tell you the essence. This, what what um, Krishna is telling him is this is who you are. This is your role in life, your purpose, your dharma. And it's, it's to fulfill the role. If you don't fight the word, you're not doing anyone any good because you, um, you aren't fulfilling your role, which is to get rid of something that is not, th- these, his family was on that side was not, they were not evil, but they were not, they were, they were not good leaders. And, and to not, and the big thing here is to not act is actually acting, right? So you, to be inactive is an illusion. There's no way you can't not act. So when you choose not to act, you are actually acting. And so we are made as humans to act. And that is part of like what they would say is our karma. And, and so we need to do things that are specific, you know, actions that are going to do good in the world. And it seems ironic that they're talking about a war being a good thing, but it's ridding the world of this basically evil. And so by not acting when something like is a terrible happening, even if it requires you to be uncomfortable, then you are contributing to that. You're contributing to the state of the world is essentially what this is. And I think this is why that this text really is timeless because I think this is a this is part of being being a human, and then they go on to talk about karma and karma being this residue of past actions. And if we, if we do something, we're more likely to do it again. We we I've talked about habits. You know, we develop these ingrained patterns, these creatures of habits. And when we're if we're more likely to do the same thing, uh, then we. We need to examine what we're doing and if it's, if we're acting, if we're doing the yoga of acting, which is karma. And samskara is this traces of our past actions will influence our, 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 our current actions or our future actions. So we have to, 
move in a way where we're, we're look, looking at our habitual tendencies. And this is where, when we, I, this is why when people say, oh, it's a physical practice, I'm like, yeah, it's a physical practice, except that you can't separate the physical and spiritual in my mind. When you start examining your tendencies of how you move, your movement patterns, you are doing this very action. You are examining your habits because all our actions have consequences. And so when we, when we act, we're creating these kind of karmic seeds and these seeds um, bind us to the body because these seeds bring us back um, to our habits long for many, many you know, years. So we want to act in a way that is good for us and also good for the, the greater good, the, the larger scale. And that was the other thing that Krishna talks about is this is more than about you. This is, this is about you helping the world. So you have to be uncomfortable for a greater good. And so and this, is, this story is, I think, again, just brings us back to the point of like, what is yoga? And, the, and yoga is really about what, how are we acting in the world that is something beyond just our own, our own desires, our own worries? Are we able to kind of offer up something larger? Are we able to get uncomfortable to, to, for, the better, for the betterment of the world around us? And the practice on the mat helps us do that because we get more connected to our values through our core strengthening. Our core values are right there. It becomes clear. Are we acting in ways that are consistent with our values? Are we moving in ways that are going to continue to improve our future movements? Or are we moving in ways that are habitual that will eventually make us not move well and get grumpy? And then not not really care about others as much because we're just focused on ourselves. So we have to we have to act in a way without desiring the consequences of the action, and that's how this plays out in the in the asana practice. Is that we we need to work on ourselves without being attached to the outcome of what something looks like or how we appear, or but just doing the work physically. And when you're doing that work physically, you are doing it internally because you're investigating, you're um, getting clearer, you're connecting, and you're changing things because where where the focus goes, you know, energy flows, where neurons fire, we we wire all these great things. So it's this is just to show you that there is a lot of the philosophy that is threaded into a practice, and you might not even know all the stories behind them. But I think in all these great forms of practice. And yoga is not a religion, by the way, but all these spiritual practice, religious practice, all of them that I think are really um, spot on are about making, helping us to be better people and always doing the work of investigating what we can do to get outside of our own stuff and go out there and be better um, humans in the world, that raising consciousness. So I think that I, that's what yoga has done for me. It has helped me um, investigate how I can be a better parent, how I can be a better friend, a, a better, a better um, partner, a better person in the world of service. And that's why um, when, when we do service, all of us, we know how it makes us feel better than any other thing we could do practically. It's just so amazing 
to um, use all of these skills that we practice on our mat or we practice um, in our meditation cushion, whatever it is that you do as your form of yoga and all of it, you know, all of it to be better in the world. And that's really what it's about. Can we, can we not sit back and observe without action? Can we sit back and see what happens and then choose to act, especially when it's needed? So I'm celebrating this amazing practice of yoga and tradition of yoga and all of it and evolution of yoga, because there is stuff that does need to evolve. It's some stuff just doesn't apply well today. I think we, um, we see that and we feel it. And I'm celebrating by, by giving the biggest savings this for my online platform. Uh, today is the beginning um, and it'll run through just a few days here. I'm launching 300 and for 365 days, it's $365 and that's a dollar a day for a different class with me every day, every single day. There's a different class option and then there's other classes you can choose from. It is the best deal of the whole year on Lit Daily and it's, you so go get it now because this type of offering we're only doing um, once or twice a year at the most. It's um, specifically for this International Yoga Day. So I'm launching it today, 365 days for $365. $1 a day for a different class. And if you haven't seen my platform, you will see it is ro- it has a robust amount of content and it's there for you so that it's from my physical therapy mind, it's to keep you healthy, happy, stronger so that you can be clearer, you can be connected to your core and that you can go out and and practice yoga in your daily lives. And if, by the way, if you're not a yoga practitioner right now, that's that's fine. You're probably be practicing yoga in other ways, um, or or you're practicing and you don't even really want you don't call it yoga per se. So, uh, but you, all of you, should go out and um, check out my classes on um, on the Lit Daily MovementbyLara.com. Thank you so much for listening. Happy International Yoga Day! What a fabulous practice. This is definitely as it has for many people, uh, truly shaped my life and changed my world in so many ways. And I hope it does the same for you. I'm pulling for you and sending you lots of hugs.